Welcome to another episode of the Chairsofter Show, your weekly airsoft podcast interviewing airsoft personalities, retailers, manufacturers, etc., etc., in the community and discussing airsoft in general. Joining me for episode 25, I have Hype Airsoft. Thanks for joining me, Will. Hi there, how are you? Not bad, buddy. Yourself? Oh, really good. No, really good. Got sat down with the coffee, holding, yeah. uh, holding my Glock. No euphemism. <laughs> uh, I'm having a good time. No, yeah. really good. I should, I should have started with, how's the tea or coffee today, Will? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the coffee is fantastic as always. Uh, yeah, yeah, I always ask people that. Yeah, it's like your go-to phrase for first thing of the day, I've noticed. Yeah, I, you know, I, I enjoy asking people how the tea and coffee is because I, I really like coffee. And also, you know, you, if you want someone who's an airsoft personality asking you how your day is, you know, just saying, hi, how are you? People actually engaging you. It's, quite nice you know yeah like exactly exactly people. it's sort of breaking the ice first thing in the morning to open mm. the discussion for the day isn't it yeah yeah exactly that maybe i should start using that in this as well <laughs> <laughs> now nah, that's too copy and you've probably copyrighted that phrase copyright strike <laughs> do we copyright chairs after i don't know <laughs> oh will we're broken we've sorry for everyone tuning in now me and will have just been away for the weekend with a few others and we've all been talking like this for the weekend and it's just getting out of hand now yeah we've been talking <laughs> like, proper like that for a long time <laughs> it's all robin's fault it is it is i blame robin yeah if we blame robin what's the worst that can happen just hide <laughs> <laughs> right so what we'll do i'll just for the people who are listening, you're Hype Airsoft, uh, Will. Um, you've been running the channel for a couple of years now, haven't you? Yeah, I've been... Well, I'd say the most active time I have been running it for about two years now. Uh, Airsoft is the primary content on the channel. Um, yep. So, yeah, I've been running it for two years now. Yeah, because uh, when I first met you in person, I think you were still relatively new to Airsoft. This was at the... Oh, what was it called? The What was the event at Strike Force, like the Midlands Airsoft Fair? Oh, yes. Um, uh, the Showcase. The sho- yeah, the Airsoft Showcase. Yeah, that, that was actually the first time I met you in person, and I think you were still relatively new, weren't you? I think uh, when you met me then, I think I was only three, four months in. Yeah, it was quite early days. Well, yeah, it was very with, early. Um, yeah, you were with uh, Soft Hard at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I, I, I remember us all laughing when Wayne Boltwood Bodjups stood in front of a camera for you and went, "Hi, I'm Bodjups, and you're watching Soft Hard." Uh, and yeah. we were like, "Wait, <laughs> how to uh, introduce yeah, that a was porno?" The, the Soft Hard Airsoft era. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, one of well, my very close mates' teams. Um, I first. Basically, I met him for my first ever game um, at the Drake Low Tunnels. So, oh yeah, the outpost for my first ever game. Um, met him. I was like, "Oh, I'm from, I'm from Tembury," and he was like, "Oh, mate, I'm from, I'm, I live right next to Lempster." So we were like, straight away, pretty much like, "Oh, you live just up the road. <laughs> you live just up the road. Uh, yeah. no, you live at Bromyard." Sorry. So we were just like, "Oh, wow, you." We lived right next to each other, and at the time, I actually got dropped off by my dad at the airsoft site. He was picking me up after, but yeah, he was like, you know, I could take you every week, and I was like, wow. And then all of a sudden, this guy I just met at airsoft. Um, we played every single Sunday for two years. Yeah. <laughs> so just 
Madness, absolute madness. Yeah, that's. I mean, because I, I remember when the high off came out, and I seem to remember it was something to do with because you were running the channel under Soft Heart, they you sort of took the step to sort of make it a separate entity rather than a team thing. If I yeah. remember correctly. Yeah, that is that is correct. Um, the reason it actually split up was so Soft Heart was the team I was playing with. It was all good, it's all dandy, but the thing I, I was doing is I was making content just on my content, not any of theirs. Yeah. But not everyone in the team had a camera, so someone was going to be left out. So what I did is uh, um, I actually got approached by Max. Max was like, hi, this is the situation, it's causing this and this. Um, well, the best thing I suggest is you moving to do your own thing, because then if you're just your own thing, you, you you don't have to do what the team says or you, you, people won't get upset by things you post because that's what their their yeah, intentions are you're just a the, single soul uh, airsoft channel for yourself not the team so yeah, then you can I maintain changed. the bond with the team and yeah, still exactly create that. your own and, uh, content yeah yeah it, it became mainly um, my gameplay video yeah and here we are, two years down the line. Uh, things have moved on. You, you, I seem to remember you took a bit of a break, but you're coming back now, aren't you? Uh, yeah, um, I'm still on a bit of a break at the moment. Uh, the reason behind that is uh, my camera is broke, and then the insurance company really messed me around. So what happened was I, I just had a really long break of trying just to get my camera sorted. Unfortunately, because it's a £400 camera, I can't just drop it on a new one. I was trying to persevere, uh, persevere it through with the insurance company. So yeah. I finally got it done. My cameras have come back perfectly fine. Um, but I need to fine-tune the settings. And also, my zoom camera is now broken. So one uh, thing led to another. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And here we are today. But, I mean, at least you've been creating some stuff, and it's good to see you. And, of course... Let's not forget while while you've got this downtime, you are. Let's uh, let's approach a topic now. You're too busy creating memes of yourself. <laughs> um. <laughs> right, uh, we're gonna go on to this, are we? Yeah, I've actually got a question here. Da, 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 da. I'm just having a look through. Here we go from Mikey McHale on yep. Facebook. Uh, where the fuck did did the Will Greenwood memes come from? Well, that was you. Right. And what and what do you think about it becoming so popular so quick? Um. So the origins of it everyone believes that it was actually me who made the meme and it was me trying to push out my own meme yeah. that is not actually the case what right. happened was uh, a guy called mark one of my good friends uh he actually made the meme and posted it in one of the kit um the, the kit sales pages on messenger and then it blew yeah. up on there everyone was laughing using it and then all of a sudden I was like right I'm going to post this on my profile and see if people like post it as a status and see if people will start using it and one thing led to another and people did and then yeah. it just went it just went viral people started it using it everywhere exploded. Uh, it, it's like the fact that people aren't using it in airsoft anymore is being used on like different pages that's brilliant yeah. Like I find that hilarious. Um, yeah, you're, you're you're literally like around the world now. Yeah, it, you know it's, it's it's pretty much used everywhere. There's a uh, there's a YouTuber I watch called Dials, and um, he actually used it on his channel the other day, which is <laughs> well, I just don't understand how big it's gone. 
Um, but it was funny. I find it hilarious. Uh, it's all just fun and games. The whole point of having a joke and being a persona or a person in Airsoft is you've got to interact with everyone, interact with the community, and you just got to accept that everyone is treating it as a joke and it's no one's attacking you. No, it's just a joke. It's just fun and yeah. games. So that's what I do. I just treat it like a game or just someone messing around. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, it, it, it literally just went off overnight and like the amount of variations of it that appeared as well yeah. <laughs> was just unreal. Yeah. People I got think very creative. Have, yeah, they yeah, got very Airsofters creative have far too much time on their hands in the weekdays. Oh, uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> I'm just rem- I'm just remembering the Kermit the Frog meme where he's like staring out the window and it's just like people waiting for a Will Greenwood meme to <laughs> drop. In fact, I'm going to create that after we finish recording tonight, and I'm going to just post that up there. <laughs> see see if that can go out. Um, right, we're going to go straight into the. Um, now we've sort of gone into where it all began for you. Uh, in in some detail. I'm just going to go straight into the uh, questions that were asked on Facebook, Instagram and a message to myself as well uh, because a lot of these questions are pretty much the sort of thing I was going to cover with you anyway and I didn't want them to feel like I'm taken away from what they've gone and asked. So, oh yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, if they've asked the question and gone through it uh, and you've got to pick your best one after the show as well because uh, they're, they're going to win a patch basically so well, exactly that's it yeah. you know interacting <laughs> with the community it's always good exactly and um, so let's go straight into it I've had a few from uh, Mr. Graham Hoffman right the Hoffmeister good old Graham yep um, so his first one was what's the plan with YouTube and will that be a focus um, so uh, in the long run base. so oh that's a hard one because everyone knows that you're no longer going to be able to make money from YouTube um, yeah. for Airsoft anymore. Creating in fact, content. In fact, we were discussing this uh, just yesterday at the time Yeah, of we were. So, so, Saturday. The funny thing is about Hype Airsoft is no one really, no one's ever realised that I've actually never monetized my videos. Yeah. I've never earned a single penny from making Hype Airsoft videos. I've never had advertisation put onto my videos. I've never been paid by anyone to make a video. I do it because, you know, I kind of like the whole thrill of someone going, yeah, Hype Airsoft's really good, or watch his channel, or the fact that I've made a really good video and people are sharing it around and watching it and going, wow, that's actually a pretty cool video. Or they go, that video represents Airsoft, or that this yeah. guy's really good at shooting, like stuff like that. Uh, I really like that, and I don't need to be paid to do it. It's kind of like a hobby. No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, it is just a hobby at the end of the day to a lot of people, or sport if people prefer. Let's let's be um, let's not assume people's preferences, do you? Of course, um, I never assume. <laughs> but yeah, like like you said, at the end of the day, it's airsoft. It's about promoting the products and the community and keeping the the whole the whole thing alive basically um, just to keep the development going on new weapon systems for us and so on and so forth yeah exactly that um, but yeah uh, so we obviously moving forward uh, once you get your camera sorted hopefully seeing a bit more content from you yeah uh, definitely 100% more content um, at the moment I've got something in the pipe works but that I've got to keep that on the down low uh, but once everything's sorted with it, all my 
a life in airsoft drama, <laughs> I'll yeah. be able to get straight back onto videos. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, next question from Graham. Same as the above, but with competition shooting as opposed to YouTube. Right. Um, it is no secret that I am a fan of IPSC, uh, which is practical pistol shooting in the UK, which is used by uh, airsoft guns. The reason we use airsoft guns is because since the law changed, we had to hand in our real guns. Uh, we couldn't any longer use real guns in the UK PSA except for your long barrel pistols which isn't really practical for moving through course of fire anyway so action air was born and that's where you use airsoft guns for practical pistol shooting i may using that as a youtube platform of course i'm going to upload at least one video of my uh, my practical shooting loadout or my practical shooting kit or where i do it and stuff and so on I think that's definitely some content that will be coming to the channel soon. Um, progression in it. I, yep. I, I'm I, going to be competing in a lot more competitions with it. I've been training with my coach. Uh, his name is Tom Park. He was, he works at Grange Live Gaming and he's uh, my coach. He, we've come on quite a long way, to be honest. Uh, from my first ever competition with disqualifying to our in-house competitions and coming second. It's uh, I I've really really grown as a shooter in that aspect of practical pistol shooting, and you know it's something I definitely see being a big impact in my life from now on because I really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just realised that's something we didn't touch on in the introduction to you is the fact that you do work at Grange Live Gaming, which is also known as Bravo One for the airsoft side of it. Yes. Um, yeah. So the next question from Graham sort of goes on to that with, what's your day-to-day like? My day-to-day? What do I do in a day? So is this a day in general or a day at work? So Let's go with a day at work because it's okay, a day at work. So for you. My average day of work is I turn up to work, I put the coffee machine on, <laughs> make sure I get a coffee before in the morning, and then what we do is... We go on and I check all the photos from the previous games, upload the photos of everyone who have played from the CCTV. So I go through all the CCTV cameras and get good photos of people while playing Airsoft. Put them onto our um, website, or not really the website, the Facebook page, sorry. So once I put it onto the Facebook page and all that's done, voice break, um, my job is pretty much to look at the advertising side of it, how how to get people in, what we need to do, make sure everyone's happy um i run wednesday night shoots and i run the friday night shoots yep and we really enjoy it we just make sure that everything is fresh uh everyone is having a good time the way we play airsoft at bravo one is very different to quite a lot of sites yeah we are very strict on our trigger control so for example we don't allow anything higher than a double tap at once so if you shoot someone twice You'll have to only do double taps at a certain time. So what you can't do is a consecutive fire. So, for example, if you went bang, 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 that would not be allowed. But if you went bang, 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 we see that as controlled double taps. And the reason we say this is because if you do consecutive fire, you've already sent those BBs down range. You've already shot them faster than you can think has that person put his hand up. Now, if you're doing double taps... You're making that consecutive decision 
to then put another two down and then another two down. It's not like you're continuously pressing a trigger. You're always making that decision to do another double tap. So it's giving you time to think about the shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you're not, you're not just... so we, we don't do it just because we like telling people off, because we don't. We make sure everyone has fun. But we don't want people getting overshot at such a close range. Bravo 1 is very close to CQB. There's a lot of instances you'll be shot in under two feet. Yeah. Then that's that's the thing. You want to eliminate the overkill because that's where tempers start fraying. Of course. No one likes to be shot. Yeah. Or No one likes to be shot a lot of times. And, and it hurts like health once anyway. So yeah. there's, there's no real need to hitting someone with anything more than two. Three, yeah. I can sometimes see if you've panicked or if you think that you've missed the first two and you fire that last one but in fact you've hit all three it, it's all to do with your gameplay at the end of the day and just control your fire yeah exactly and then it's, it's, it always seems to be the site's fault as well it never seems to be the individual that's pulled the trigger's fault I've found with people on the uh, community pages slating yes places. Um, there's a lot of times they'll be like so why wasn't the marshal telling them off or yeah. why wasn't the marshal doing this uh, or why is this site allowing this but one thing with content creators is they have the power of editing so what they yeah, can exactly. do is they can edit out a marshal coming up to them and going hi can you please um, not shoot as much as that that's your first warning please calm down Yeah. you know they can edit out a whole conversation so for example uh, Matt the Musketeer Good. I really get on with Matt uh, I like Matt, but what, when he came to Bravo 1, he was perfect. Uh, everyone says rumours about him. He took every single hit. We put a marshal on him. Uh, we watched him. He took every single hit. He was he had good sportsmanship. It was perfect. But when he uploaded the video, he entered the video with shooting someone five times. Yeah. And And it's like, why ruin what you've just done? <laughs> like you're awesome playing and having a good time but then opening up your video shooting someone five times so yeah. wh why and, and it makes us as a site look bad because what we did is as soon as he did that we went straight to him and said mate can you chill out that rate of fire it's too much and he did and he shot double taps all day but then that one piece of footage from the beginning where he did that just made us look like we weren't doing anything when we were yeah exactly it it, it they don't see what goes on behind the cameras as such. Yes, you just it's easy to just edit out. Yeah, exactly. And um it can be your best friend, it could be your worst enemy yeah. at times <laughs> as well. Which is why when I when I do this show for example, I like to keep the whole conversation in. There's a couple of times I've had to edit some bits out just to prevent any issues further down with what someone said, but it's very rare. And I yeah. just keep the whole conversation in. You'll listen back to this episode next week and Definitely. See hear exactly what I mean. I use editing a lot to get rid of either long periods of time of waiting or removing someone who hasn't taken a hit. Yeah. I am very, very against posting up videos of people cheating. I believe yeah. it's not going to solve anything. It makes the site look bad because it makes it feel like, because people are just going to watch it and go, oh, I don't want to play there. There's loads of cheaters there. And yeah, exactly. It makes it look like, oh, you're having to take it into your own hands and deal with it not and, give it and to has a marshal been, 
and as has been stated by a couple of the guests on the show, the cheater videos don't do anything to help the community. It doesn't look like we're policing ourselves or anything. So. Well, they really don't, because most of the time when you see the guys who upload <clears throat> the cheating videos, it's, guy cheats, so I lit him up. So, yeah. Do you know, you should never, ever take it into your own hands to think it's okay and do some sort of self-justice by overshooting people. It no, makes exactly. me sick when I actually see it in some community chats where people are like, yeah, I got this cheater, so I just full autoed him. That is not okay. So you're saying this guy is not calling a hit in a game, so you're causing GBH to him to treat him a lesson. That is not how it is. No, exactly. That's like, that's like saying that guy over there looked at me and said, you're a loser, so I punched him in the face so he learned his lesson. That's not assault. Do you yeah. know? <laughs> it's not how it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You report it to the correct people and they deal with it. Yeah, exactly. and there's a lot of, the one thing as well that really frustrates me which I've only learned by being a marshal is a lot a lot of airsoft players don't deal with stuff on the day so they won't tell a marshal they've got a problem until they get home and type about it and yeah, the it really frustrates me if you've got an issue talk about your issue there and then and then it can be solved and dealt with on the day but if you get home bottling up all this stuff that happened in the day and then you type about it online how can that be fixed to help your day <laughs> do you know what I mean exactly. I don't understand people's philosophy with the whole I'm going to wait till I get home so I can type it on the airsoft community <clears throat> yeah. Just, some people yeah. do better behind a keyboard don't they at the end of the day you get a honest. lot of people like that but I've learned very very quickly you've got to just shrug it off if people are being idiots to you or, or trying to bring you down you laugh it off, you have a joke. Usually I kill it with kindness. Yeah. So if someone tries to offend me, I will say, I'm so sorry if I've offended you. I hope you have a nice day. Um, you know, stuff like that. Or or I'll be like, thanks, babe. Um, text me on BBM, <laughs> if, everyone, if anyone remembers BBM. I feel old now. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's pretty much what I do. Yeah, so... Let's, let's get in a bit more positive after that. Um, yes. What's your best, what's your, what's your best moment in Airsoft? <sighs> best moment in Airsoft? I, in all honesty, there's been so many good moments. And I, like I said, I've played every single week pretty much for four years now. Yeah. It's insane. I've played every week. I play all the time. Um, best moment I don't think I'll be able to tell you or not I can tell you a good some good moments but I, I don't yeah. really have a best moment in all honesty yeah I mean as long as you're enjoying yourself at the end of the day yeah well, I, that's you know, I always have good fun in airsoft uh, if anyone's yeah. ever played with me they realise that I'm stupidly polite for my own good while playing airsoft yeah I say thank you a lot I you know, tell yeah, people yeah, yeah. They, they did a good shot and stuff like that. I'm just very, I'm very flamboyant when I play airsoft, but I think people realise that when they meet me because I get a lot of people who are like hating on me a lot, and then when they meet me, they go, "Wow, that that's not what I expected. I, I thought you were going to be a dick." And I'm like, "Why would you? Why would you think I'm going to be a dick? I'm I'm totally yeah. different to what people think." And that's why if people give me hate as well, I usually say to them, "We'll meet in real life." We'll have a good time. We'll play airsoft, and if if you enjoy my company, we can have a beer after, and I'll get you a beer. It's just yeah. stuff like that. People are very quick to judge you by what they see online to what 
you actually are in person. Yeah, because, I mean, going on that train of thought slightly, um, I've known you for, what, three, four years now, and yep. we've actually only just played our first game together at Coolsign Senshi. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is going on? That's unreal. Yeah, but, it's, 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 very, it's very different, and also because a lot of people in Airsoft get on very well, and they'll... So they'll push... You won't always play together because of how far everyone lives away from each other, and it's yeah. like events that will bring you together. So Octo, when we played Octo, yeah. Oh no, yeah, it wasn't my first game with you. Yeah, no, the, yeah, no. We played at uh, Octo Velsim, Octo Eight Velsim together, which was great. Yeah, yeah, it, no, was, it was pretty it was, good. Course Sign Century was good as well. Yeah, well, when I was climbing up that hill, and I've got. Flipper shouting down targets, and then I'm just like, "What do you want me to do? I'm on my own." And then you just come out of nowhere as backup. It was like the heroic moment of Will <laughs> coming around the corner. Just what you got to do? Hill. Yeah. Um, even if you are a nightmare to get on comms, <laughs> I am a massive nightmare. <laughs> Com- me and comms do not go on together. We, oh, I'm terrible. I just disappear. Yeah, but like we know, we know when he's um got a little bit of bother because he'll come on the comms and that's it yeah um, but yeah uh, moving on what are your thoughts on Grange from when you started to where it is now and how do you see the future unfolding so of Grange Live Gaming yeah um, you just put Grange started, but yeah when we first started at Grange Live Gaming when I first got there it was very uh, we were still in the building process we were still a baby we were still going for it we are still building up and it it was good it's still good today but i would say definitely the things jim has got jim is an absolute workhorse he's the type of person that goes right i've just done this but i've got nine other plans in my head which one do you want and it's like what what what? (laughs) he he never rests that man he is i tell you this as well he is a money-making machine he's a clever clever man very clever man, and and Grange Life uh, Gaming, the company itself, has just gone just huge, and I all I see it doing is getting bigger and bigger. That that is all I see from this company. It's yeah. just going to keep growing because we don't just do airsoft. We do, so for example, on site we have axe throwing, Nerf wars, uh, we have virtual reality, we have Rage Room, which has been on the news four times. Um, we've yeah. got. Um, Hero Blast, which is a new laser tag system for uh, for adults and kids, which basically lets you be a hero and have different abilities as the hero with laser tag. Like it's not just laser tag; you have several different abilities. Uh, we have board gaming going on. We have Dungeons and Dragons. We have live action role playing on different floors. We have so much going on, and I can tell you this: we're going to have so much more adding to that list over the years. It's so just it's unbelievable the stuff we do. It's got to be one to watch then for the future. Definitely. Uh, uh, last question from Graham, and then we'll move on to everyone else. Um, do you approve of this podcast? Well, Greenwood approves. <laughs> well, Greenwood approves. Right, well, Greenwood approves, on. 100%. <laughs> right, some of these questions are a little bit silly, some of them are serious. So, the first one is from Dave Hasted. What is the meaning of pew? What is the meaning of pew? Um... Many have thought that pew was a weird-like substance on the bottom of your shoe, but they are wrong. Pew is a biblical term used for a man throwing another piece of circular plastic at another man and then talking about it rather loudly and laughing and 
probably making a lot of penis jokes. There you go. That's done. <laughs> done. That's amazing. <laughs> That's the fucking best answer I could have ever wished for with that question. I just thought it's off the top of my head. That's awesome. Um, Next question is in from Rune Penny. Uh, When is Will going to be cool and do Russian impression kits? Centre FSB units use cry stuff. Just saying. Yes. um, I'm not not someone who's against using other kits. It's just, I think he's implying that I do a lot of, I do UKSF impression kits. Yeah. And it really interested me because I, I uh, where I first saw it was um, E27, which is a, um, they are a Milton impression team, or a UKSF impressions team, yeah. and they're very good. Uh, I really yeah. enjoy looking at their kits, and it's just amazing how much time and effort they've done researching what kit goes with what, or what kit um, do they actually use? And it, no, it's brilliant. The guys who run it as well are amazing. Um, I just really like doing it because I I like finding the kit, searching for it. It takes ages to find some certain pieces. So, for example, a Glock nine, a Safariland Glock nineteen holster with a R marker and an X three hundred. Yeah, that that took me that took me like a year and a half to find that specific holster for a Glock nineteen. And then when I found yeah. it, it was great. And then I could save up for it, and, I, and then I paid for it, and it was, it's beautiful. It's just things like that. I like the whole searching and finding out what kit goes where and how much your kit changes and what the... So the one recent thing that happened is I, I got Black Cry with Multicam on top. And what happened was uh, they stopped using Black Cry, and they moved back to Cry Multicam. So I had to sell my Cry and then buy new Cry. And I kind of like it because it keeps it fresh because they always change what they wear. And I think yeah. it's quite fun to do. Yeah, 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 exactly. If you if you can constantly be changing what you're doing as well, and then and and if you've got the money to start sinking into the cry kit as well, because <coughs> let's be honest, it's not cheap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. Um, so no Russian loadouts on the in the pipeline then. Not in the pipeline yet. No. Uh, maybe if I see some kits that take my fancy, I'll uh, I'll jump on it. Cool. Cool. Next one is from Jonathan Wilkinson. What would you do if there was a 12 gauge in the TRMR and not a primer during your Bravo 1 safety brief? <laughs> yes, this is a inside joke. Jonathan is a regular at Bravo 1. Lovely chap. Uh, really nice guy. Get on really well with him. Uh, yeah. We have some interests. He likes his uh, UKSF kits as well. Uh, he, he runs a really nice kit. He's got his TM recoil as well. It's beautiful, by the way. And... Yep. Um, what, I, I borrowed a uh, tremor from him because at Bravo 1 we have a pyro limit rule even yep. 209s are too loud for Bravo 1 and also it sets off the alarms so what we have yep. is a suppressor with a 209 in it and it suppresses it and makes it quieter than a 209 but you use 209 primers in it now when I th- uh, like pretty much as I threw it he said oh that could be a 12 gauge so when it hit the floor and it wasn't, I kind of was very relieved in my safety brief because if that had been a 12 gauge, I can promise you every single person in that room because of the low ceiling would have been on the floor. Yeah. It, it was just really funny <laughs> as he said it and I looked at him and the look of panic on my face was just hilarious. Was it Was it one of these slow motion 5p, 50p moments? Yeah, and as soon as it went off, I looked at him and just went oh, like that. So pretty much one of those. Yeah. 
<laughs> nice. Another question from him. Um, what would you do if the sprinkler system went off whilst you were in full cry gear? A. Jump out the window. B. Protect it by throwing smaller people on it. Or C. Sit in the shower listening to crying game. Uh, with sprinklers, I think what I'd do is um, I would throw people at the sprinkler systems to try and somehow dent it and stop it from getting on my cry. <laughs> so, so we now have an option D to that question. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Uh, right, next question, George Pensum. What's the funniest thing to do that will trigger as hardcore Milsim level ten beard operator? Mine would be to get a pair of cry trousers and cut them to make shorts. Yes, <laughs> uh, that that's another ongoing joke, which is um, I went to the HR four K event. Yep. And what I saw the guy who was running the event who had actually cut a pair of his cry trousers into shorts. And yeah. it was like, for me, I was like, wow, that's that's awesome. But yet, how much did they cost to just cut into shorts? <laughs> yeah. It triggers yeah, people, especially think... if they have to pay for them then. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. a lot of money. And was the question as well, what else would trigger someone? Like, I'm Nelson Mel yeah, yeah. If it, if it wasn't the cry trousers cut to shorts, right. what, what um, else do you reckon? One thing that really does trigger a milsimmer is HPA. You know, quite a lot of people don't allow HPA in milsims, but yeah. some some do. I know some do. But the one thing that I, I read in the milsim chats, if I'm looking through, some people will be like, "Oh, stupid HPAs." I haven't got a problem with them. I think it's a very mm. efficient platform. There's actually a chap called. Um, Ian Fellows, and he's made. He makes the. I think he uses an uh, Polestar Jack, but I don't know what he does with them. But I'm not even kidding you. It sounds like a mouse fart, and it is ridiculous. <laughs> it's the quietest thing in the world, and yeah. the look on people's faces when you're marshalling, <clears throat> and all they hear is the two BBs hit them, and they're like, "What?" They don't. Yeah. Even, you can't even hear where it came from, and it's just such an efficient. Um, platform. It's really good. The only thing that's a bit cumbersome is is, is the line. You know, running around yeah. with the line. I wouldn't be able to do it. That's pretty much why I haven't taken the move. And I'm absolutely terrified of the um, the thought of having a high-pressure tank on my back. Yeah. Because I'm clumsy as it is. I run, jump around, fall over, fall down things all the time. Now, I'd just be scared some, I'd cause a massive accident. <laughs> <laughs> well... Is that maybe why the mill simmers don't like it though, with the HPA because of the tanks and stuff ruined the li- realism? Yeah, that's something... why. That's why they don't like it because they're all like realism. Yeah, that, that that's the main reason people don't actually like using HPA in mill sim is oh you're breaking the realism, bro. But yeah. there's so many different things out there for them now. For example, your wraith system now for yeah, um, so, yeah, your Wolverine wraith, which is pretty much in your stock and you can't see it and what happens is you just put co2 capsules and you can shoot 200 rounds per co2 capsule now if you're a sniper or a dmr that platform for you is perfect you don't have to do anything really because most snipers in airsoft don't shoot anywhere near 200 rounds yeah exactly and um, like a lot of companies seem to be jumping on the bandwagon with these stock tanks now as well so yeah you know it's just adding that level of realism with the performance of HPA. Moving forward, maybe we'll see a change in attitudes. Who knows? Um, next question is from... I'm hoping I'm say this right. If I don't, I'm sorry, guys, in advance. Uh, Rafe Sang. Um, okay. 
were you born wearing cry or was it handed down to you by the pew gods uh actually what happened was um when i was born uh, i rolled out onto a pot of unground coffee and then i just started instead of breastfed i was uh, i was fed the coffee beans and i crowned them down with my gums because of how manly i was and then what happened was uh, chuck norris came over to me and said you got spunk kid and i went yeah thanks and then i grew an imaginary beard which i don't have today and then it fell off and then um chris costa came up to me and slapped me in the face with a c clamp and then cry was somehow appeared on my body it was great <laughs> these stories are fucking amazing <laughs> the shit you can come up with on the spot is brilliant <laughs> um next question robbie lavery do you hate speed softers no on the contrary um i actually enjoy speed soft i enjoy watching it and i would actually like to get involved with it there's quite a lot of good speed softers in the uk um for one there's a guy called tango and i really i think kieran tang really nice guy in the community he gets involved talks to a lot of people perfect you know um the only thing i don't like is when people take speed qb into a normal skirmish because there's some rules in speed qb that are allowed and there's some in skirmish that aren't so for example you're fluttering with your trigger you're continuous sh- you're shooting of about 14 rounds. it sounds like full auto when you're doing it and yeah i i don't think that's acceptable in a normal skirmish but it is acceptable in speed qb and speed soft and I find some of the kits look really cool. To be honest, I'm actually thinking of building a Speedsoft kit and joining one of the Speedsoft teams in the UK. Because it looks really cool, and the way I play anyway is quite aggressive and fast. But I play with a lot of respect. A lot of Speedsofters get bad names because of the stupid few. So, what it is, is mainly it's people who bring Speedsoft into normal skirmishes and deem it okay to light someone up with about 40 rounds and that's not okay i don't mind people running around corners really quickly and shooting them and another reason they get a bad name is because um uh, power playing or either um how good they are because usually a speed softer is an athlete and i'm just going to say it right now they're usually very damn good and the reason behind that is because they're really trying hard to win they're really trying hard to get their techniques up because they're seeing it as competition. That's the whole reason of getting into Speedsoft and not ju- just doing Airsoft. Yeah. Um, so you get your your Sunday hobbyist Airsofter getting absolutely destroyed by the Speedsofter running around corners shooting before the guy can even get his gun up and then running away. So yeah. they're going to get frustrated. You're going to make an excuse for why you are losing because that's pretty much it no one likes getting absolutely destroyed every single time you walk out of spawn so what people will do they'll go yeah i clearly shot him when they didn't and i've marshaled it there's a uh, there's a speedsoft team called sas who play at bravo sometimes they turn up on a wednesday night sometimes and i say to them i say lads i'm going to be very tough on you on your rate of fire because of your reputation as in not yours as a team but speedsoft as a whole because when people yeah. see speedsofts turn up, they're like they automatically assume, ah, oh, these guys are going to be overshooting and not taking their hits, and I think that's really unfair. Yeah, so exactly. what I, I I tell them, I'm saying, guys, I'm going to be really tough on you tonight because I want to prove to every. So if anyone ever comes up to me and goes, 
oh, Marshall, this guy's doing this. I go, no, he hasn't. I've been watching him all night. I've been following yeah. them all night. Um, I'll, but uh, you never tell anyone they're wrong anyway. What you do is you go, yep, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll look for it. And what you do is you look for the thing they said. But if you've been watching them anyway, you know that you, they're squeaky clean. Yeah, exactly. So you're you, know, confident you always do something about what on. someone says. It's just sometimes people make excuses for why they're getting destroyed. Yeah. Cool. Right. Next one from Ryan Brown. Uh, how do you choose whether you're running a full military uniform? Sorry, or uh, my uh, toilet system just went off because it does that sometimes. <laughs> I need to wait for it to stop before I hear what you said. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Um, um, wait for it to stop. Let me pumps. This is, this is the trouble with recording in real life situations, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? What an you awkward just... time for that to start. Yeah. Well okay, fantastic. Can you repeat the question? Right, next one from Ryan Brown. How do you choose whether you're running a full military uniform or a more PMC look? And how do you decide when to run a plate carrier or a chest rig? Um, how I decide usually is what gun I'm using. So, for example, if I'm going to be using my, t- my TM recoil, I'm going to use my UKSF kit. If I'm using my race pistol, I'm going to run a shorts t-shirt with my race belt. And PMC, for example, if it's a themed uh, airsoft shoot, for example, the course I essentially one we had just, I will wear jeans, a flannel, and my plate carrier, and that's it. So, really, it, it depends on the shoot itself and also what gun I'm using at the time. Cool, cool. I think that's fairly summarised that quite well. Um, AJ Harris, are you coming up north for some games? Up no- yes, um, we've just been north for England anyway, but yes, AJ's located in uh, in Scotland. Um, yep. I'm definitely going to go visit AJ 100% because I need to go visit Sab as well, uh, Sam Liggett. So I'm very excited for the future with that and uh, I'll come up and see them and say hi. Cool, cool. I think that's going to be a good answer for him. He'll be happy with that. Uh, ben Maltas, I think that is. What is your favourite rifle and pistol? So, in general, or are we on about airsoft? Uh, let's do both. Go airsoft and then, like, real world. Like, right. Cold like, um, So, my favourite rifle, I really like... Um, I like the 416, but it has to be the L119A2. Yep. because the UKSF use it and also the the look of it is actually really really nice so it's got um, all the way around it's got flat surfaces and then at the end is the rail system bit and it's really nice it just looks it looks really sexy the A2 rail is really nice um, pistol wise Glock Glock 17 all day Glock 17 all day. Love the look of them. I love the upgrade look of them. I like the salient arms look of them. The agency arms look of them. They're, I just find them really good looking pistols. Um, cool. For airsoft, it's going to be actually a bit of a difference for me because of performance. So, I love my TM recoil. And it's a 416. Uh, the Geisley rail on it is perfect. I really enjoy it. Um, it shoots amazing and it's, it's not as heavy as the A2 rail. And that's the reason I wouldn't pick the A2 rail for my airsoft because a gun that's too heavy is a pain in the ass. It's massively counterproductive and it's annoying. And when we go on to pistols, I'm gonna well, 
if Tom listens to this, he knows that he's going to be very happy because he's converted me. But high kappa all day. A Tokimuri high kappa for performance is unbelievable in airsoft. Yeah. There's a reason why all the um, race shooters use a a, a high kappa. Because they yeah, they're exactly. unbelievably accurate. They shoot with a really good um, gas efficiency. And I actually find them really comfortable to hold. And you can get them in totally different sizes or inch um, barrels for what you're doing. And it, yeah, I really like them. Cool, cool. Uh, Jay Pritchard. You're going to love this one. Oh, yeah. Is, Vi- is Viper really that much better than Cry? Asking for a friend. Fantastic. Yeah, Viper, to be fair, is a lot better than Cry. That's all I'm going to say on it. <laughs> Done. Done. Um, Simon Marshall. What makes you different from Matt the Musketeer and other Airsoft YouTubers? No hate, genuine question. Oh. That's a... Um... I'd say what makes me different is me. I know that sounds really silly. It's like, well, what do you mean you? I mean as in, I actually gauge with the community a lot. I am admin of three very large airsoft groups in the UK. I'm very active on it. I message people every single day. I add all of my subscribers. Um, I message or I put like posts on the UK Airsoft community page, getting people to come together, have fun, um, show me their loadouts, you know, getting everyone engaging. Because everyone in Airsoft likes to show off their stuff. It's how it is. It's like, hey, look at this new cool thing I've got. And everyone's like, wow, that's a cool thing. It's, it's, it's what people do in Airsoft, and I love it. Um, what makes me different, honestly, I probably think is my politeness. Uh, when anyone ever plays with me, you'll realize that I, I am, I'm respect is everything having a good time is everything don't get me wrong i have my times where i'm very competitive but i won't ever be disrespectful i will always keep myself um happy uh but i'll be in the zone concentrating now some people um may have taken me as being they see it as arrogance because i don't talk sometimes when i play so I'll be very quiet and very in the zone. I'll shoot and I'll move and I'll uh, not say anything between shooting and moving. And people kind of see that as arrogance sometimes, but it's not. It's because I, if I, <laughs> I'm not very clever. So if I talk and shoot at the same time, uh, my brain will just blow up. So I can't do it. <laughs> so if I'm really trying, I'll be quiet, and that's when you know I'll be trying. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the next question, I'm unfortunately I'm not going to try and pronounce his name because I'll get it completely wrong. If this is your question, please get in touch with me and tell me how to pronounce it. Um, give it a try. Said, pl- Go on, give it a try. I, I don't want to. I'll spell it out and you'll understand why I'm not going to. Okay. It's H I U C H A. That's his first name and his surname. Oh, it's Hugh. It's my friend Hugh. All oh, right. Okay. I didn't want to do it. In case no, it's cool. It's my friend Hugh. Wrong. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> Right, he said, please tell the world why you like TM so much and direct it at Mark from Red Wolf. Ah, okay. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Mark, the reason I like a TM recoil so much is because when you shoot them, it caresses your body. The TM recoil isn't just a gun. It's part of your soul that attaches to you and makes you unbelievably operator. It turns you into such a good player that you don't even need to run round. You just shoot and the BBs like it's like heat seeking BBs. That's why Mark. The pixie dust of a TM is just unbelievable. And in the recoil 
<laughs> it does try. Right, anyway, sorry, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was almost sexual. Thank you. I was, I was going for a bit seductive. Just because I was directing Mark, of? I can't help myself. Yeah. When I talk about Mark, I just get all hot and flustered. <laughs> Do you know what it reminded me of? It was like the old um, M&S advert. <laughs> <laughs> this the isn't just a normal it. TM recoil. This isn't M&S TM recoil. <laughs> it just reminded me of that for some Just reason. for you, Mark. I don't know why. It's just for you. <laughs> um... Next one from Alex. What is your ideal number of magazines? He uses four mids currently. Right, so it totally depends where you go, Alex. Um, CQB, definitely a Bravo one for the CQB. I only run two mags because I will never go through that many. If you're running a gas blowback, on the other hand, you are limited to 30 rounds or lower. So what I'd say is, you know, incorporate that with your gameplay if you're someone who runs around uh, and shoots at things that aren't there or shoots doorways to suppress them to stop people coming out then go for it incorporate with more rounds but i'm the type of person that only fires once i've got a solid idea on a target and i'm shooting at the target um if you know so a skirmish you don't need that many either unless you're outdoors and you're full autoing you just got to take into concept of how many rounds you're putting down. So if you know you're going to be out on the field for a long time, for example, a battle sim or a mill sim, take as many mags as you need. As long as there's not a limit cap on how many mags or how many rounds you can take, go for it. Take as many as you want. Because the worst yeah. thing is when you run out of rounds and run out of everything and you have to go back to your fob and reload at the fob when you could be getting involved in action. So what I would say is, you know, work out what you're doing, what you're aim is and judge it on how you play so sometimes you might need seven sometimes you might need two so yeah. there you go like me personally i'll tend to carry six on me but nine times out of ten i won't even get past three yeah or four kind of thing in a day uh just by doing what you do choosing the shots etc depends um but i'll carry four in my chest streak and then because i've got my nice 511 trousers with the mag pouches in the pocket oh nice yeah i, I, I can carry another couple on my left leg so when I'm kneeling I can still get into them, yeah. take them out if I need them in a firefight just as an emergency kind of thing um, but yeah like you said as well it depends on what you're doing, what the situation is, what you're running um, I can't wait to get my gas blow back back <laughs> <laughs> now I've got that being looked at nicely, all nice new internals put into it with a bit of luck see what um, Mr Bespoke Airsoft can do for me oh, James, lovely chat, Bespoke yeah. Airsoft really rate them to be honest yeah, I actually finally got up there as well, and really nice guy in person as well. Uh, had a genuine chat with him for about an hour until I got told I had to go away uh, yeah. by Will because he wanted me to go somewhere else. By you, <laughs> had to be on holiday. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I'd still got lost trying to find a place. Everyone did, I think, <laughs> apart from Steph. Um, next question: airsoft underscore dot addict from Instagram this is um, what's your opinion on the 40 mic let's get this controversial topic done and out my opinion on the 40 mic is it should be used in every CQB site in the country I think they should actually <laughs> run for only 40 mic games with black gas um, <laughs> no, uh, in, in all honesty if we're going to be serious I really question why it was made yeah I mean my my thought on this, um, I've discussed it a few times with people. Really and truthfully, 
it's achieving a little bit more than your standard moss cart. It needs an MED whacked on it and only used in woodland sites. Yeah. Treat it like a sniper rifle, there won't be issues, but because of the way it was advertised... It was advertised like a CQB thing. Yeah. It was like, cheaters will hate this. Do you know what I mean? That whole mindset upsets me. But I love Airsoft Innovations. The guys at Airsoft Innovations are really nice people. Like Julian. There's a guy called Julian who I talked to from um, Airsoft um, Innovations. He's a really nice guy. I just... This this product... It's really funny because they've gone from making very safe products to then this. Because... Yeah. So, like, the Cyclone. Ridiculously safe. The Burst XL. they've They've eliminated using blanks or anything like that really safe and then they bring out something that is pretty much full auto and you can't stop it happening that, yeah. that this is the only problem i actually have with it i don't care that it's a stream of bbs all right in um woodland that would be fine but it's the yeah. fact that you're shooting 150 exactly a stream of bbs at once and it mm. can't be stopped once you pull the trigger because yeah. as a CQB player, I know people have that. It's called a snapshot. You'll see something, you'll pull the trigger, and then you'll realise after that it was your teammate. Or you'll pull the trigger and you'll realise, oh, it was a marshal. You yeah. have that instinctive Duh! bang. Do you know what I mean? It's exactly that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, imagine, here's one, a marshal coming around a corner and you've gone, ah! at five feet and pressed a 40 mic and hit him with 150 rounds in half a second. That's going to suck. All he's doing is making sure you guys have a good day and monitoring it and you've just hit him with 150 rounds. One round's perfectly fine. Two rounds, three rounds, four rounds, five rounds. I'm okay with getting hit as a marshal. It's my job. I'm there. I'm going to get shot because I'm getting in the nitty gritty parts to sort out airsoft. But... When you're hit with 150, that's going to yeah. ruin anyone's temper. Which and is I where just, the spread at range comes it. in. It's where the spread at the range comes in, which is why I say put an MED on it. Yeah, I 100% agree. Put the minimum engagement on it, and I, I will say that is, for me, suppressive fire. Because I've seen it. It doesn't really reach more than 20 metres. Yeah. It, great, great and when it does, a... it just feels like it's tapping you. Yeah. So I agree. Put a minimum yeah. engagement on it. But, yeah. like, Novrich's video, that was a massive... We, it was like That was a massive video of how not to use a 40 mic. Yeah. The fact Definitely. that he's bursted it right next to someone and then skipped it to when he said, oh, it's okay, I'm okay, it's part of the game. But yet he said, oh, it looks like it must have hurt him. Okay, think about this of how much it must have hurt and for him to gain a bit of um, composure to say those words he skipped from on the left hand side where the guy could barely move skipped it all the way to where he must have walked five meters to the right because of how much it hurt to then talk and say oh it's part of the game that's a solid minute minute and a half to walk over to the other side of pain why would you want to do that like don't get me wrong Everyone has a bit of sadistic thoughts in airsoft. That's how it is. Everyone's a sadist. They like to shoot people, and that's the reason we play the sport. But 
No one wants to cause that much damage on someone in airsoft. No one wants to really actually hurt someone. For me, I find it hilarious when I shoot people in the bum in airsoft because it's a bit of sting in their bum. They hold their bum while walking back to respawn. I find it hilarious. But what I wouldn't want is me to cause so much pain for someone that they've had to stop playing to be like, ow, what the hell was that? That really hurt. That's not my goal. You know, I don't, I, I question anyone who would want to do that to someone in airsoft. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so really and truthfully, it's all the bad advertising that is why people have gone bang yes. with banning this. the whole reason, the marketing at the beginning was was bad. And that's the yeah. reason people have uh, jumped on it so much. As a product, I actually think it's very effective. Yeah. Because it is, it, did, it does its job, yeah. but it has to have a minimum engagement on it. Yeah, and just just for the people listening, I completely agree with Will that it's not for CQB use at oh, all. Oh, it's not. No way. I would not allow. I, I'd actually pack up and go home if someone walked into yeah, the CQB just, site with that, because it's just going to get ridiculous. Yeah, um, of course it is. People people get upset in CQB if you hit them with one at very close range because it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it really hurts. Yeah, exactly. One hundred and fifty in half a second. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think I think we've done the forty mic to death. To be honest, over yeah. the last few shows, I've, I've, I think I've spoken about it with everyone. Um, it's still quite a controversial topic, which surprises me. Yeah, but yeah, hey, well, it'll calm down, and something else will come along. I, I, the only reason it's controversial is because you get a lot of airsofters who are passionate saying, "Oh, it's not allowed because it hurts." Yeah, fair enough. Oh, that's silly. And then the reason it gets out of hand is because you get that odd keyboard troll who goes, I can spark a reaction here. Yeah. Because it, it, in itself, it has become a meme as well. The 40 mic has become a meme. It's yeah. everywhere. It's funny. People will use it just to be like, so for example, they'll be like, to make a a, a joke or um, something like that. So for example, if I went, um, I'm really enjoying today. Uh, got my 40 mics ready. Who's ready to play? Do you know, it's, it's a little one that it's like, wait, what? <laughs> Have you? <laughs> to, to quote an individual we know, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, next question, aka Brock on Instagram again. Uh, how did it feel getting sniped by me at Operation Sandstone fist bump? <laughs> See, this is what airsoft's all about having fun, joking around. Um, before we played the game, uh, I was, we were talking about his kit and stuff and sniping, and I was like, if you snipe me, run up to me and teabag me. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why I said it, I just thought it was a bit <laughs> of fun, a bit of joking. But when he sniped me, all I heard when I got hit, I just went hit, and all I heard was a, ha, really loudly, oh, I got you, wait there. And then all of a sudden, he ran through his rifle at someone to catch. And they were like, wait, what? sprinted all the way down the hill, disappeared for like five minutes, then he reappeared at the top of the hill, ran and gave me a high five. I think that's, <laughs> that is just a hilarious, awesome part of Airsoft. You know, it's yeah. exactly that. It's a hobby. You have fun, joke around, and have a good time. No, I really enjoyed that. He's a really nice guy as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That, that They all were, to be fair. Um, next couple are from McBain Airsoft. Um, <laughs> these are quite funny ones has Will successfully sold hummus to NATO before if he has was there a type that sold best <laughs> right the whole hummus thing 
came out when I first played at the Anzio Camp Battle Sim. Yep. And I role played it. I, I thought it was really funny to role play as uh, playing the bad guys. So what I was doing is I was role playing a hummus seller, trying to sell NATO hummus and then luring them into a dark room where they wanted hummus and then knife killing them. And I thought it was hilarious uh, how many people actually kept doing it and how many people would forget about me and let me go behind them with a rifle, pitch up in a building and then shoot them in the back. <laughs> just It's just crazy how many people allowed me to do this and have fun and enjoy myself. Um, the Anzio battle sims are really ran well. Um, Rob, Rob Cronshaw really does a good job with them. Really enjoy them. And Anzio is a really cool site as well. I uh, really enjoy yeah. that. But yes, um, hummus will be sold. You can all buy them. <laughs> buy my monthly subscription it? to hummus. <laughs> yeah, forget S off the Pirates box. Hummus from Will Greenwood. Hype hummus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love it. Uh, next question from him was were you Nick Frost's stunt double and voice slash accent coach for the film Hot Fuzz <laughs> yes yes especially this weekend the whole weekend would oh be God, like yeah. that it's proper good so you're talking like that's actually had a very good time ooh check out <laughs> Sergeant Angel's horse <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm getting flat that thing's going to give me nightmares that accent they're great you're good <laughs> <laughs> the great good fucking hell right um, Magnus the Just went for his standard question if you could see any gun from a movie book TV show or video game be made into an airsoft replica what would it be Ooh. like this is anything it would be I really like the Lancer from Gears of War with the chainsaw, yeah, yeah. nice. I'm, uh, I'm just the, be, I could imagine you with that actually. Yeah, I love it. Oh, I would love that. Or the Halo pistol. Oh yeah, because I did the Halo rifle as well. That'd yeah, be awesome I like the Halo out. pistol. See, I'm I'm a huge Halo fan, like yeah. massive. Also a big Gears of War fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I could imagine you with both of them. I'm surprised you haven't got the Halo rifle. Yeah, I was thinking about getting it to be honest. Um, Obviously, it was at the time I was like thinking practical practicality. Would I actually use it, or you know, because it would just be a wall piece. I know I wouldn't use it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, last question, Combat UK official from the guys from Stevenage that were on a few weeks oh, ago. Oh, lovely chaps! Absolutely yeah. love the Combat UK guys. Yeah, they're awesome. Uh, he's they they've said it's one of the Jasons. Nice. Don't know which one? <laughs> Um, just because I know they're the two guys that deal with the social media, you never know which one it is. They 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 sent me a message on the Combat UK official thing, and I'm like, which one of you two yeah, was which it? Which one is it? <laughs> and usually I get a selfie back from the pub, of both <laughs> of them. So I'm, I'm like, that doesn't help me. Um, they said, why hasn't Will taken on our range challenge yet? Is he scared? I need to get <laughs> down to do it. Um, I absolutely love them. I love doing range challenge. Any sort of challenge or something I can be competitive in, I really enjoy it. You know, especially with yeah. shooting, and I really enjoy that sort of stuff. Um, I will be there soon. I will make a date of it, and I'll come down and try it. And I'll do yeah. I'll do a video and a live stream of the shop as well. I'm really we'll excited. talk after yeah, I'll do that. we'll talk after the show because um, I'm looking at having a barbecue in the summer, so you guys can come down on Saturday, and then we can. Go oh, that sounds there. good. 
Sweet. We can we can we can do it. Done. Yeah. Okay right. then. Um, sorted. We'll see you uh, see you sometime in the summer. <laughs> yeah. Um, my last question for you. This is from me now. Um, after this weekend, you, can you guess where this is going to go yet? <laughs> Not yet. Let, let let let's try and see what this does to hype airsoft's reputation. Uh. You played paintball. Ah oh, yes. Oh, okay. So on holiday, we couldn't stay away from our action sports. Uh, we couldn't even get away from it. We went to an airsoft shop, and then we even went and played paintball. Um, Just to add, I didn't. I said yeah, I'm the yeah, chairsofter. Sh- I my did. excuse was my excuse was I'm the chairsofter show, not the chair paintballer show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I played, and it was hard really hard I don't know how you aim with a paintball gun um, the paintballs just hit the floor like you shoot and they just drop so it feels like I have to shoot them like mortar rounds to be able to actually get people um, shooting and moving's hard everything's different with airsoft compared to paintball with the way you play I didn't enjoy it because I'm guessing it because of the way it was ran at the place not because it was paintball. Hmm. So now, there, there were a few things that actually made me decide I wasn't going to take part in this game. Yeah. Uh, we pulled up outside this place. We were just driving around and we pulled up and they said, yeah, you can join in. But as we pulled up, uh, there was a... The, 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 the ref, as they called him, in the game zone, taking his eye pro off. Yeah. And his thing was... Oh... Well, it's okay because they know not to shoot this way. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I probably stays on in anything. Discharge. Yeah. Someone but then could... he looked down the barrel of a yes, paintball yeah. gun. Yes, yeah. Oh, my God. So what he did is... In, so the gun wasn't firing. So he shook the paintballs around, looked down the barrel of the paintball gun and with his bare eye on show at the paintball gun and then turned around and shot it. It's like, why were you looking down the barrel? Like, well, for one, that's always a no-go with firearms. Two... You weren't wearing eye protection, and a paintball, paintball hits a lot harder than a BB, mm. and that in the eye, that that's just asking for trouble, to be honest. Because didn't didn't um, wasn't it? Callie got asked to take her mask off in the game zone. No, as so well. what it was was Callie. Um, luckily, me and Robin and Steph on while we were playing, we're all we're all marshals, and Robin also marshals a paintball site now and then, so we're all down keyed up on safety. Callie was in the dead zone mm. and the marshal goes yeah you can take your mask off in here but it's still in play paint was still be able to hit her but the marshal was like yeah take, you can take your mask off in there so Callie was like what and then she went to lift her mask and Robin just slapped down her mask and Callie keep your mask down and the, the, mar- the worst thing was the marshal was trying to argue that it was okay and try and justify lifting your mask in the game zone that's the worst yeah. thing for it well what would happen at an airsoft game if you saw that um, if if someone would have lifted their mask in an airsoft game, I'd have, I'd have taken them out of the game for about ten fifteen minutes to let them know what, why why they were um, yeah. kicked out and to let them know that they're unsafe. If someone takes yeah. off their eye protection, I would deem them not safe enough to play because getting shot in the eye with a with a BB is very unforgiving, and it it's life changing. Yeah, losing your vision is something you don't want to risk. Exactly. So yeah, I mean that that was what put me off actually coming in there. 
Funnily yeah. enough, the guy in the car next to me just wanted to listen to the football. That's why he wasn't playing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't give it a go, especially after seeing how that was run. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, it was all right. We won't name and shame on the show, but yeah, if you yeah, ever see us and you want to yeah. know, we'll tell you where it was. Um, yeah. The chances are you're probably not going to go there anyway. <laughs> no, no. Um, but, yeah. Right. We're pretty much out of time now, Will, I'm afraid. Um, oh, okay. It's been great, be it's been great <laughs> chatting to you. Uh, what was your favourite question? Favourite question? Um, I don't really know. See, I don't really one. have favourites, I just do it. You know, You've I, got to pick one. Uh, pick one. So my favourite question has to be... I like the one way about Graveside Gaming because I'm quite passionate about the company itself. Even though I'm, I just people will say, "Oh, you're just an employee." I'm not yeah. really. I I really really enjoy working there, and I kind of see it as it's my company too. And I don't know why, because it's not. But I, I to me it just feels like, yeah, you know, I want I want it to do its best. So I'll do things like come in on my day off and help or. I'll yeah. turn up two hours early to make sure things are done, or I'll work extra shift. You just do it, and it's just yeah, exactly. Yeah, I really enjoy working there. Cool. So that was Graham. So Graham, get in touch and get another patch, buddy. Uh, just remind me your address, or we'll just sort it out next time I see you. Um, but yeah, thanks for your time, Will. Where can people find you? Um, you can find me at uh, my Facebook page, Will Greenwood, which is just my personal profile, but I post on there all the time because that's kind of like become my persona page now. So either follow me on there, add me as a friend, and also you can find me at Hype Airsoft and YouTube. Cool. Th- thanks for your time. Uh, as usual, guys, you can get in touch with me on the Instagram, Facebook. A uh, couple of awesome podcasts for you guys to check out. You've got Flopperator with Carlo. Uh, he's been on the show before. And you've got the Gorilla Airsoft Radio as well. Their podcast is fucking hilarious. Like, it's awesome. Go (laughs) check it out. Uh, But yeah, that's all the time. Will, once again, thank you. And I'll see everyone next time on the Chairsofter Show. Cheers. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.